0: Hey, welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I'm your host Nicole Bagley, and today we are talking about all those side hustles. Nope, not pet photography, but side hustles from pet photography. We have Christy Trick, a good friend of mine who is a pet photographer and also founder of Modern Dog Mom. We're talking about her journey into creating the side hustle, and we're going to talk about some different options that you know, you could maybe get started if you want to have another income stream in your business besides the pet photography specifically. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And
0: now, your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Bagley, and I'm here today with my friend, Christy Trick, originally from Texas, now in Arkansas. Barkinsaw. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she is a photographer at Central Bark Photographer and also the founder of Modern Dog Mom. Hello, Christy. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, Nicole. Thanks for having me. Longtime listener, first time caller.
0: Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love first time callers. <laughs> Going to have a good time. Um, Yay. Yeah, so excited yeah. to have you here. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about um, you know this other business that you might have called Modern Dog Mom. We'll get into that in a minute. But first and foremost, you are a photographer. Actually, I learned about this because you were just in uh, Barcelona with us. That I learned that you have had just about every. Career, at least related to dog weddings under the sun. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up in this whole photography and now Bonner dog mom <laughs> niche. <laughs> well,
1: the, the 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 backstory of the dog weddings thing is that I have I when I was in college I got a I got my certification in diamondology because I worked in the the diamond industry, and then I. I have a certification in floral design. I have a, uh, I've done caterings and event management, and let's see, I know how to play the saxophone and the piano and and the recorder. The recorder. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that thing from like
0: fourth grade. Yeah, 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 (laughs) I know it. Yeah, my son was in fourth grade a couple years ago, so I know the recorder very well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I, I guess I just have experience in a few a few things and I was told, you know, hey, with all these skills oh, and calligraphy is the other one. Um, with all these skills, you you would be perfect to do dog weddings now that you're a dog <laughs>
0: photographer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There's gotta be so many dog weddings. I mean it's fantastic.
1: I know. It would be a lot of fun. It sure would, it sure start one. let's add that to you.
0: <laughs> let's start, yeah, let's right? add that to
1: your uh <laughs> to
0: your Hey, let's learn how to do dog weddings. Yeah, I love it. I um, love it. You can start teaching people dog weddings. But-, <laughs> <I know. laughs> but yeah, so anyway, so yeah, so how did the whole photography piece of this start? Because obviously, dog weddings um, maybe aren't a thing, even though that would be super awesome.
1: <laughs> I've seen dog weddings, they're out there on Instagram, far and few between, but. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can get something started, Nicole.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: Um, but no. To answer your question, you the the pet photography thing. Actually, there was a seed planted in my head. Oh, many, many, many years ago, back when I was—I don't even remember how old I was—but my mom went through a magazine and found the photo of like this little poodle uh-huh. that was up for adoption. She wasn't in a cage. And she had like pearls on and like a bow in her hair or something like that. And my mom showed it to me and she was like, is this not the cutest thing? And it stuck with me because that was yeah. probably one of the very first photos of dogs that were being photographed outside of a cage for adoption photos. And of course, many, many years later, that became a much bigger thing to help, help dogs out, which I think is awesome. But that photo stuck with me. And so fast forward many many years i adopted a dog from the humane society adopted a little yorkie his name was toto and during that time i was working in the corporate and marketing world as a marketing and brand manager and of course i stayed in contact with the humane society that was local to me and i was on their you know their email list and got their paper newsletter <laughs> Just clearly, way before right. like Facebook and all this type of stuff, and um, was introduced to their photographer who actually took photos for their rescues, Jenny Fro, um, outside of Dallas. And watching, you know, seeing all of her photos pop up, I got an interest in doing dog photography because of that. And at one point, when I left my my corporate job. I found out that she was doing teaching at a dog mm-hmm. photography, like a, a retreat. And it just so happened to be when I learned about that was around the time when I was leaving my job and I was leaving my my job to take care of my mom. But when I left, I, I signed up or I called and said, Hey, I saw this thing's open. Do you have any spots available? And I got a call. that's like, yeah, we actually do, but it starts in three days. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Okay, let me hop in my car and I'll drive five hours and I'll join you, join you guys for that for that weekend. So that was kind of my first foray and actually getting into and learning a little bit more about dog photography. And um, so then during that time, I was taking care of my mom um, while she was ill because she had dementia. Um, I needed some sort of a, like a creative outlet, and so I went and took classes at the local community college in photography. And you know, editing and Photoshop and Lightroom and all those types of things. And it was around that time that I was also looking for some online learning tools. And look who I came across was Nicole uh, Begley.
0: Who would that be? I mean, yeah, the, <laughs> <hair> <laughs> of the dog thing. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I know. I think I think Nicole had um like papyrus font on her.
0: Oh man, <laughs> Ryan Gosling would shudder. Oh, man. You can't give away. That's one of my favorite things in my talks. Shh. Sorry. If you guys okay. haven't, actually, I came across the Saturday Live skit. Um, it's called Papyrus with Ryan Gosling. Not difficult to watch because of Ryan Gosling. And it's also hysterical. I actually found out about that from Kim West, who was my copywriter, because I had some podcast about branding. And she's like, oh, my God, have you seen this? I'm like, no. So now it's one <laughs> of my most favorite SNL skits ever. So yes, if you guys have not seen that, please go Google Papyrus SNL, and um, you can thank me later.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's
0: very comical, and yeah,
1: with Ryan Gosling, it's it's uh makes it easy to watch. Um, (laughs) so yeah, so I I started taking all of your own courses, and then um, my mom had unfortunately passed away, and so it was time for me to go back to work, and I didn't want to go back to in a corporate environment, like kind of like you say, I was unemployable. It's
0: uh-huh. <laughs> <That's laughs> funny how that happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble for being five late, min- five minutes late to work. So I just decided to take the skills that I had learned during that time off and start my own photography business and decided that trick photography, since my last name's trick, um, it was a little bit too hard of a word to compete against. Yeah. I didn't want people to land on a website and realize this isn't what I'm looking for, that I right. named it Central Bark. So Central Bark Photography was born.
0: I love it. I love it. And um, yeah, so that when was that? When did you start Central Bark? Um, I probably started,
1: what was that, around the first time, the first Barker that I went to was Bark Jour, Wasn't that like 17? Yeah, it was I 2017
0: guess? then. Yeah.
1: Yeah, around right. that time is when I kinda of started to dip my toe into it really a little bit more intense and yeah. And so that's yeah. when it was really so what was that? Five five years ago now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. So you seem to be a lot like me also, Heather, that we have a lot of interest (laughs) and start to go down different avenues of like, huh, this is really exciting. Let me learn this. Oh, this is really cool. Let me learn this. Oh my gosh. I want to learn this too. And all of a sudden, you know, you're (laughs) certified in all of the things, dog weddings, you know, not necessarily that it was because of dog (laughs) weddings, but you know what I mean? Um, These things happen. So, tell us a little bit about because you still have Central Bark Photography, right? You started it though in Texas, Mm -hmm. and then you guys moved to Arkansas. Arkansas. Hashtag. Thank you, Sam Haddix. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, Christy. So, you guys know the Barkas is, is the pet photography retreat. I teach with Kaylee Greer and Charlotte Reeves, and we've been doing those since 2016. And we had the first one in Barcelona, and Kaylee's mom came up with the name Barcelona. We're like, oh my God, yes. So, then we got into this Barca <laughs> corner where everything has to start with bark, which has been actually pretty good until we got to Scotland. That was a pretty tough one to name. But anyway, Christy's been pushing hard for Barkansaw. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sam originally I mean, coin he, that one?
1: I think so. Yeah. He's the first oh one that mentioned it because I was like, oh, I need to go. Sorry, Sam. I got to go trademark that one if you haven't got it already. But someone's <laughs> actually, I, well, I should, yeah, I think someone's actually using it for something. Oh, so, yeah. anyway. I love it. I love but, it. Awesome.
0: It's, okay. But it's very anyway. creative. I love it. Anyway, yeah, 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 I love it. So you still have your photography business going on in Arkansas, uh, but what caused you to want to start to explore um, this other avenue as well? Actually, before we get there, tell us what Modern Dog Mom is. Well, Modern Dog Mom
1: is it's basically a curated themed collection of like fun activities for dog moms to do with their dog. So something fun to do, um, creating some fun memories together, and then, you know, having some fun content for your socials or for your dogs, maybe.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Because let's face it, most people that have dogs, Instas probably have more followers than their own personal one.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: my my dog definitely
1: has a lot more
0: than I do. But,
1: you know, he's he's a lot cuter, too, and a lot fluffier. But
0: uh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, so it's a yeah it's like a mail order like an actual physical product. This modern dog mom at the moment, yeah, which is awesome. And um, kind of what what prompted you to start to explore and create this this other brand?
1: Yeah, so the the modern dog mom modern dog mom was born out of well two things really. One is that we were subscribed to another. Subscription box that you receive monthly that's got some dog toys and some dog treats <laughs> in it, which was super fun and it was super cute because when I get the package, the dogs would immediately start sniffing it and it's like they knew that that was yeah. them. Like, you know, their super sensitive noses, they were like, Oh, this is awesome. What is this? Open it. It was really cute until I looked around one day and I literally had like, you know, 423 toys on the <laughs> ground and I'm like, some of them still had their tags on it. And I'm like, what am I going to do with all of these toys? Because it looks like a toddler lives here.
0: <laughs> and
1: I just decided that we didn't need to receive any more toys because we were pretty loaded in that. And so I went ahead and canceled that subscription. But I still enjoyed receiving the monthly boxes of something fun for the dogs that they enjoyed and that they kind of knew was for them. And so I decided, you know, what, what would I want to receive? Mm-hmm if I was to receive something monthly. And so I was trying to think of something fun that I could do with the dogs. But the way that this kind of happened is because being a dog photographer, I've been told I have a very narrow operating range in the sense (laughs) that I don't like to work in the extreme heat or the extreme cold. And for me, extreme really means like over 80 degrees or under 60 degrees.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So you need to move to Southern California. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: basically but i you're not gonna find me in california
0: yeah <laughs> uh, especially not these days
1: um in florida's got too many hurricanes yeah yeah like one a month <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw one of my, one of my friends that lives down in Florida, just posted on Facebook. She's like, I'd like to unsubscribe from the hurricane of the month club, please. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, I was down there and (laughs) I lived there in 2004 when we had three, I think four hit the state that year, but three went over Orlando, which is where I lived at the time, like in one year, it was ridiculous. And then the third one was like coming for us. And then it turned out to see, we're like, great. And then it kept turning around and came back to us. I'm like, what the hell (laughs) it was wow yeah but
1: maybe you've got that like magnetic energy where it's like i know i mean they just come in here afterwards too but
0: yeah i know i know (laughs) it's pretty crazy but anyway (laughs) anyway narrow operating range so So, yeah, yeah so i was being a
1: photographer that means i'm only working uh six months out of the year so that means i've got six months to play with so i was thinking that you know like in extreme summer months and extreme winter months, I'd still need some type of a creative outlet. And that's whenever I decided to, you know, just kind of start to put these boxes together and give me something fun to do that's still within the pet industry and still something that keeps me connected to my clients and others Mm -hmm. that are in the pet space that are local to me that I still have something to talk about.
0: Yeah, Yeah. What I love about this the most is that you are <laughs> being true to your unemployableness and also being true to how you want to design your life. And that, you know, I, no one said that any of us have to run a photography business 12 months out of the year. I know I don't shoot here July and August and my winter is also fairly slow. I will shoot a little bit in the winter, especially like an urban session, but like our nature nature areas look kind of like meh. In the winter, especially like Pittsburgh, I actually didn't mind shooting in the winter because everything was like browns and grays and dead. So it was all a similar palette. So it actually photographed really beautifully. But down here, it doesn't get cold enough to kill the grass. So the grass is still green in a lot of places, but there's no leaves on the trees. So you have this like... Is it spring. Is a winter. What the heck's going on? <laughs> These don't all match. And then like... You forgot to edit that part. <laughs> yeah. And it's never, ever... Like, rarely is it cloudy. Like, Pittsburgh was cloudy for six months straight. So it also kind of lended itself to the grays and the tones and the cool. But here, it's like, Dead Trees... Greenish grass, brilliant, bright sun, no clouds in the sky, super blue, bright sky, and it's just like no, none of these things together photograph nice <laughs> so yeah, in the winter, I'll just do like some you know down in the city or or more urban sessions where you have textures and stuff like that, and you're not dealing with <laughs> all the dead things, but yeah, but the brilliant thing of what you've done is that you're not telling yourself like, all right, yeah, I have to shoot all these other times, you know, because uh, you know, we're doing this is a full-time job. Like we need to make some money, but you can find some other ways to support yourself and also have a creative outlet and, and yeah, just create the business exactly how you'd like to. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So yeah. So I, um, give this challenge to all of you guys out there is to ask yourself, You know, what does your photography business, your ideal photography business look like? Like, how much are you working? You know, is there something else that you want to do on the side too? You know, like there's, there's so many different things out there. I know there's people in my community that make bandanas, that do dog training, do dog walking. Oh, there's, what are some other, I know there's, I'm, I'm totally blanking on what some of the other people have. Oh, like a, like a t-shirt kind of merch shop merchandise yeah and then there's
1: also someone has a dog store full of dog food and oh right true yep yeah yeah so lots of different options options Mm -hmm. to do stuff on the side and you know it's uh definitely definitely you can find stuff within this pet space that feeds another interest
0: yeah Yeah, I know I was um, in one of my most recent office hours. I was chatting with one of the members of the Academy about this very thing about like, hey, I, I feel like I want to create another revenue stream. So we were talking about just kind of brainstorming on other things she enjoys. And one of the things we thought of was teaching like, pet photography, or even like how to use your camera to just kind of hobbyists and people in her market, which does a couple different things. I mean, that's basically advertising that you're getting paid for, because you're going to teach people how to use their mark their camera, like they're people that love photography, and they're going to take a long time to get to where you are as a professional. So then they will likely hire you to create beautiful images and also teach them and all of the things It just goes round and around. So yeah, there's just so many different Things that we can do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, (laughs) So, with Modern Dog Mom, I do want to give you a shameless plug because (laughs) this is going to be going live. I don't even sugarcoat it, Christy. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It is November 26th when this goes live, and the Modern Dog Mom boxes make for um, fantastic client gifts, guys. So if you have clients out there that you're like, man, I loved working with them. I want to get them something for Christmas, um, you know, that's more than just like, you know, a little ornament or something. Like you want to create something really unique. This is it. Um, I actually have what is my new favorite candle right here on my desk because Miss Christy here sent me a little, a little package and it was awesome. But anyway, Christy, tell them <laughs> a little bit about um, about the two boxes that you have available and, you know, for potential client gifts or just for themselves if they want to treat themselves. Because I don't know about you, <laughs> but whenever I go Christmas shopping, I, um, you know, sometimes have a little something for myself in there. <laughs> Yeah,
1: sure. Why not? You're like, Ooh, this is good. It's on sale. I know. <laughs> um,
0: well, well, and, and thank
1: you for the shameless plug. I, I appreciate that. Um, it's cause yeah, last year when I did the, the holiday edition box, um, pretty much most of the people that bought them were dog photographers that I knew that were actually bought them for their clients or their family and friends, which I thought was really cool. And I got to let, you know, it was very, very, very awesome. So the candle that I sent you is actually part of our spa retreat collection. Like which spots. was I did it for yeah for dog. It's like how often do you treat yourself?
0: <laughs> Not often treat, enough. <laughs> treat you get to treat yourself and your dog at the same time. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> but that was actually I did that one for for dog mom day was actually yeah. the. the the collection for that one but you know that one included like um some massage oil for the dogs and a little pet massage brush that you could use to brush in all the oil and the oil actually smells so good it's like a it's a actually like a winning um like i think it was country living magazine i think had it for one of their best best uh new product type of things and it smells so good i was actually putting it on my own skin when i was done
0: (laughs) You're like, if it's like, good enough for you, it's good enough for me. <laughs> you know, feel pretty. We're going to smell good together.
1: Um, but, and then I had like some, you know, for, for the mom. then after you do the, you know, give the dog their little massage, you can treat yourself with uh, like a body polish. And I think there was a warming eye mask. And then that candle that is absolutely my favorite. The one yep. that I sent you. And then poppy really and good little, lip yep. balm. Yeah, the lip Oh balm. my gosh. That was one of Oprah's favorite things for 2021. So I'm definitely trying to look for things that are not necessarily in big box stores, but um, things that are a little bit harder to find that make a good theme. And um, some of them are actually imported from imported from like the UK,
0: for nice. example.
1: Not necessarily. And um, then for my other box, which is my holiday edition box, which is great for this time of the year, I had... Basically, the whole activity for this one was creating cookies I like cookies. for the dogs <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> if you don't, you're lying. <laughs> and um, so you could bake cookies together and then set them out for Santa paws. There was a little jar that, that was included, like a nice all-season jar that you could leave out all year to put dog treats in. Uh, there was like a little dog collar charm that said, I ate Santa's cookies. <laughs> and then, and then I created a cute little like a fill in the blank letter that allows you to kind of say, "Hey Santa, here's my name. Here's how old I am. This is this year. I was either very good, kind of good, or a little bit naughty, but I can explain."
0: Mm, and then you yeah, can put in Cammy, what Cammy is in that one. That camp.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I actually checked for Freddie for last year. <laughs> and then they could leave a little note for Santa what they'd like to find under the tree. And, you know, just a cute little card. I love it. And so that was something kind of fun. And of course, it's cute for taking pictures for your own personal memories as well. And, And just something fun to do. So I'll have that. I'll have a almost the exact box again this year there's a few things that um were not available this year so i had to make a couple of changes um oh and there was also an ornament kit where you could make a little imprint of their paw print oh there's actually two activities in that one so just something fun and then you get to you have things to keep to remember if you're playing together
0: I love it. I love it. That's actually the Christmas ornaments is actually where Cammy ran into the most trouble recently. We put up our Christmas tree (laughs) and um, the one Christmas tree, we have two. So I have one that has like all the ornaments of like different travels and some pictures and whatever and the other one's like purely decorative in my living room kitchen area that like has the colors that kind of match the decor in there. Like I've always wanted a decorative tree and when COVID happened I'm like that's it. We're a two Christmas tree family now. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's like, where are going to keep it? I'm like, we'll find room. I don't care. Because we don't have a basement. And we're like, if it doesn't fit in the house, like we don't need it. But it's not that big of a tree. Regardless, um, Cammy thinks the balls, like the, the whatever ornaments <gasps> on the trees that are balls are her toys. Oh, no. And I purposely didn't put them very low. And then I went into the kitchen and she's like, had eaten half of one. I'm like, oh my God, <gasps> she's part goat. And then, so I moved them up higher, and then she got another one down. I was like, how? And then my daughter walked in there and saw her. She's standing like a deer on her back legs, like reaching up, pulling them off the tree. I was like, Oh my God, stop, stop. And so our, our decorative Christmas tree now has just like all the balls and ornaments on the top third. <laughs> okay, I got to see a picture of this. Okay, I'll send you a picture. It's ridiculous. It's so ugly. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope this is just puppy behavior. Um, thankfully, Thankfully, she is like a legitimate goat. Like this dog eats so many things and it's just like, oh, and then later that day, as she ate the plastic and like there's big pieces, but I'm putting the pieces back together and I'm like, oh, this does not make a full ornament. You have ingested some of this plastic. Thankfully, not a problem at all. But still that same day we went outside and I have some bird feeders and it rained a whole bunch. So we had some millworms out because we have a whole bunch of bluebirds that live in our yard. But they got flooded because of the rain. So my husband, instead of throwing them away, just dumped it on the ground. Cammie's like, these are delicious. She goes out <laughs> in the backyard and goes straight for the millworms, just like, nom, 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 nom. so the next day I'm out there and, uh, you know, it's morning poop time. And I'm like, all right, I pick it up and it's in the bag and I'm going through it all. I'm like, all right, there's the millworms. There's the plastic. Okay, we're, we're good here. Good God, dog. <laughs> She's trouble. <laughs> so she, on her Santa Claus note, has been naughty but can explain it's still cute (laughs) isn't isn't it funny how it's like the
1: dogs can do this like watching freddie eat his food is so cute but if i see an adult do it i'm like stop it
0: i know i know and yeah my dog will even be licking themselves and like if anyone in my family opens their mouth even like a little tiny bit while they eat dinner i'm like close your mouth (laughs) with the dog I'm like oh but she's cute you can get away with so much (laughs) I love it I love it all right anyway tangent tangent we go down the tangents on this podcast (laughs) that happens jumping back to modern dog mom I want like going back to the beginning when you were like thinking about this of like oh I have my photography business I want to do this other thing did you have a lot of kind of Doubts? Was it hard to like take action? Was it like how was your mindset around those things, or were you just like blazing forward, Ooh. super excited?
1: I think because I had kind of had I've kind of been wanting to do something on the side for a while, and then yeah. I I just had a spark of you know sometimes just listening to your gut of mm-hmm. just do it, just do it, just. Plunk the money down, go buy the stuff, give it a go, see what happens. If it sticks, it sticks. And if not, you know, you move on to something else.
0: Especially if you've been thinking about it for a long time, like when you have those ideas that won't kind of go away, like you, you kind of have to have to give it a shot. And then if it doesn't work, you can at least be like, Oh, do I change it? Keep going? Or do we move on to something else? But Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much, pretty much what I did. I mean, like in the prior past, I, had
1: this really strong desire to to start a blog, and so I used to have like a a, a creative blog of date night ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just fun things to go do that you know, just trying to help people come up with some fun things to go do for date night. And and took off with that one, and it actually started doing pretty well financially. But then uh, personal reasons anyway, I said I set that aside. But it also gave me some experience in blogging. Oh, blogging for dog
0: weddings. <laughs> I but, love it. Give yeah, me yeah, all so the affiliate did, income for blogging for dog weddings. <laughs> oh yeah, the
1: and that's pretty much what I started doing. I, you know, I started getting to the point where it's like, hey, would you like to drive this nice brand new vehicle to, you know, on your trip for this weekend, and then you could write about it and do stories and all that fun stuff, and yeah, but but. uh <laughs> It, yeah in the beginning I just it was just one of those things where it's like just give it a go let's just see what happens and yeah. I really I have found that I really like coming up with these themed ideas I put together a huge Trello board thank you for that Nicole go no, you like everything on there <laughs> and uh, put together a board and I had come up with probably 12 15 different collection ideas of things and I'm like let's just give it a go and start with one and see what happens and then I did another one and you know, things got then busy again, and you know, heading off to two barcas this year. <laughs> 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 and um, so, yeah, and I, I, the, I've been. I, several people have asked me. It's like, hey, are you going to have holiday edition again this year? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And um, so, I decided to, to to get it going again. And then now, I just decided to keep going. So now I've got two more in the pipeline coming up behind it. Nice, They're a little bit different as well.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So I just gave uh, it a go. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, before we wrap up, do you have any advice for anyone out there, other pet photographers that might be in your shoes where you were, you know, a couple of years ago, any advice for them? Oh,
1: I think if you're looking to start something outside of your business, outside of pet photography, right. that's, um, that you've, that's just been kind of nagging at you just, Maybe get some close friends or, you know, someone maybe even within like the hair of the dog community that can relate if it's dog related and, and just throw it out there and just see what people's thoughts and feedback are. And, you know, you might even get some ideas to expand beyond that whenever you pull people's thoughts and ideas together that, that might help you out, but just, just see what people have to say about it. It's always good to kind of test the market and kind of make sure that there's some type yeah. of interest in it.
0: Did Did you do um, some like market research like that before you started Modern Dog Mom? I did. I actually am in,
1: uh, you know, like you said before, I, I kind of have a whole bunch of things going on. And uh, <laughs> I like to be the, I'm like a lifetime learner. Multi-passionate. So I'm in all sorts of- uh it's it's actually kind of distracting and helps me lose focus, which is not a good thing and that's a topic for another day.
0: But um, <laughs> to get Heather yeah, on the and podcast what, and get you get you straight. And me too. Well, I should be on that one <laughs> to get straight from Heather. <laughs> oh, I think
1: we're I think we're all a part of that fan club actually, but the um the Oh gosh, what was your question now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh just the market research when you were uh getting ready to start <laughs> modern dogma. <laughs> See,
1: squirrel. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, exactly. Squirrel. Um, I have ADOS, which is attention, atti- attention deficit. Oh, squirrel. <laughs> Sorry, I, I love it. it out loud. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was in another group in Facebook that was um, about um, the memberships type stuff, which was kind of along the lines of the subscription box group and membership groups and those types of things. And um, just called all the dog bombs and said, Hey, can I send you a link to just a quick, you know, four questions survey to see what your thoughts are. And had a whole bunch of, you know, concepts and ideas and which would you like and which would you not like type of thing. Um, and had probably 30 responses on there, and was able to kind of gauge people's interest and what they thought and most of the people. Probably twenty eight out the thirty were like, Yeah, this sounds great. Um, it'd be exciting. And then I also collected their emails so I could be like, Hey, if you'd like to learn about this if I launch it. So I also started my email list at the same time. Yeah. And so yeah, it was definitely it's definitely good to kind of get out and see that there was an interest in something that was not currently well, not currently on the market at that time. But there's, you know, all sorts of fun pet related boxes out there. So but, but nothing none quite.
0: Uh, well thanks nicole i'm glad you yeah, like you're your box i love it oh all right well cool awesome hopefully this guy's this gave you some ideas guys or if you've been having this little idea in the back of your head gnawing at you that maybe it gives you a little bit um more motivation to get out there and and start to see where you can take that especially as most of us are coming into the winter season where maybe photography isn't uh, is busy after the holidays, you might have a little bit of time to kind of start to dig into something else creative and fun. So anyway, definitely check that out. Um, and Christy, how can people find you? And how can they learn more about the boxes if they're like, Oh, man, I know exactly who I'm going to buy one of these suckers for? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, modern Dog Mom can be found at modern And also on Facebook and on Instagram, it's Modern Dog Mom Box because the other one was not available, as we all know (laughs) how that is. And um, I'll also just say that hey, if you guys are building some content for your websites about gift guides, uh, feel free to throw a link in there if you'd like to, you know, have something that's fun for for your people for some gift guides. Um, So that's where you can find me at Modern Dog Mom, or you can find me online at uh, Central Bark photo or central Park photography i think they're that they both go to the same place dot com and also facebook and instagram and pinterest and yeah you'll be able to see some photos maybe from my most recent market trip as well
0: i love it i love it that's another shameless plug thank you <laughs> Anyway, um yeah, if you guys want to join us on future Barkas, pet photography retreats.com jump on the waitlist. Um nothing going on in 2023, but we have a big announcement coming up for 2024. It's coming out soon, so. Oh, it's going to be good. Don't want to miss that. Um anyway, all right, Christy, it was a pleasure chatting with you. Uh loved just learning more about your thought process and how your journey was to create these boxes. And um hope this inspired you guys out there and uh we will talk to y'all soon. Christy thanks for being here with us thanks Nicole appreciate it all right bye everybody see you next week bye thanks for listening to the hair of the dog podcast this was episode number 167 if you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the resources that we mentioned simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash 167
1: thanks for listening to this episode of hair of the dog podcast
0: If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a
1: review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.